Talk. This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estates. And I'm Megan Eanes, a local realtor for 21 years and part of the Icon Real Estate team. Mark and I are so excited to share everything that we love about Winchester, Virginia with you. We want you to be an informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market. Yep. If you want local knowledge, you've come to the right place. Well, Thursday, December 15th. Wow. Halfway through the month. It is full swing Christmas season, mm-hmm. and the weather, of course, is we, here it's, as it's, well. <laughs> we're fine. We've got December weather now, that's for sure. Oh, good times. And let's just hope that like, you know, our city and town knows how to continue to clear the roads and be up to speed with all that stuff. I feel like over the years, they've done a really good job with that. I think so, too. And I think the, the schools have typically made pretty good decisions. They, they're making way more conservative decisions than ever before, but that's... I guess all part of it. Well, right? I, well, especially with Frederick County, there's I forget what it is, like four or five hundred miles of roads mm. in the county. So that's you've got what some... you have to remember. Yep. Yep. So even though it might be fine in Stephen City and you know some of the little you know more major places around eighty one uh, up in the mountains, Back Mountain Road and mm-hmm. Gore and all that, you're you're in the mountains. You are in the mountains. <laughs> so there's going to be it's weather. little tiny roads and backway mm-hmm. roads. Sometimes they're even dirt. You know, and so for kids to get to school safely, I can appreciate that. Right. But as a parent, you and I have experienced this many times over the years. You're thinking to yourself, what am I going to do with my kid who should be in school right now? Well, I think that's kind of easier. And there's hardly anything going on out there. You it's know? gotten a little easier, I think, because of COVID, because mm-hmm. everybody was in that same situation for, you know, what, a year and a half, two years, however long we were going through the with the school where some of the kids weren't. Well, you know, Winchester, they didn't go whatever. I forgot what their schedule was, but I know Frederick County went like two days and then they were off yeah. at three and who knows. So I think parents have gotten more flexible. Yeah. And something about like doing school from home as a kid is just challenging. I know there's plenty of homeschoolers out there that experience that every day. But for us, doing school from home was a challenge. So on a snow day, I want a snow day to be like legit. Don't force the kids to do schoolwork. Mm -hmm. Go out and play, have some fun. And then if they're supposed to be in school, go to school. Thankfully, we're out of that hybrid kind of way of learning Yes, I think they've gone back to, at least in the county, saying that snow days are snow days. Yeah, yeah. Well, no logging in. I mean, I've got a senior, and he's he doesn't have senioritis yet, but it's getting close. You know, when it gets warmer is usually when that starts (laughs) to kick in. Yeah. Well, talking about the county, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the we've we've mentioned over the last couple of weeks, the county has an amazing Christmas season. um, I would call it an extravaganza. Right. Go out there and experience an entire winter wonderland out there in Clearbrook Park. We've been promoting them. And thankfully, now we get a chance to learn a bit more about Mm -hmm. the behind the scenes things, how they run the show, who's running the show, all that. Um, You know, it's kind of cool that here we're in this county and city of Virginia here that is a little more rural, but we have fun, fancy things like this that you can go do as a family. And it was really interesting. Um, just just some of the things that you're going to find out, I think, are going to be really pretty fascinating. Yeah. And I, unfortunately, was not a part of this conversation. Yes, Megan, very unfortunately. <laughs> Megan was able to grab the reins and chat with Tony Baker, 
the marketing manager um, of the Frederick County Parks and Rec, and Ashley Ferguson, the program supervisor, to talk about the winter wonderland at Clearbrook Park. So here's Megan's chat with them. Well, welcome, Tony and Ashley with Frederick County Parks and Rec. So glad to have you guys here on Iconic Talk with us today. So what do you guys, um, you guys are here to talk to us a little bit about the Winter Wonderland. So I'm really excited. I've, I've been, I'm sure several of our listeners have been as well. But before we get into that, just kind of want to get to know a little bit about you guys and what brought you to Winchester. So okay. Ashley or Tony, whoever wants to go first. You can go ahead and Okay, go perfect. First. Um, I'm Ashley Ferguson. I'm a program supervisor with Frederick County Parks and Rec. Um, I grew up in this area and I went to Raleigh for about 10 years, lived down that way, um, and then just decided to relocate back to the area. Um, and I've been back here for about three years, um, enjoying kind of the new experience of being back in, in mm-hmm. town. And um, so I, I um, started working for Frederick County Parks and Rec when I moved back, um, only in the area probably a month before I started working for them. And so um, just in charge of Winter Wonderland as my event, one of one of the special events. And right. um, yeah. So let me ask you, where did you go to school then if you're local? I went to Virginia Tech. Okay, so you went to Virginia Tech for college. Now, mm-hmm. what about if you were in Winchester, what high school did you go to? Sharando. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, great. I was the first graduating class from there. Oh, so that perfect. might show my age a little bit more now that that school's been around for um, coming up. This is the 30th year. <laughs> oh, I get it. Yeah. Crazy that the school's been around that long. So, all right, Tony, what about you? All right, so I'm, I'm not from here. Okay. Um, I grew up in northeastern Ohio, and uh, I went to WVU. And um, while I was there, I was home for a weekend, and I met my wife, who's from here. Um, from She went to James Wood. She was going to uh, the College of Worcester, okay. and um, I was hanging out with some friends from high school, and they went to the college and, and uh, met at a house party, basically. But then while I was at WVU, I interned with Dario Savarese, um, doing marketing here in, in town, mm-hmm. and... Um, and then uh, after I graduated from college, I went and worked at Randolph College for a while, and then Belmont Abbey College in Charlotte, and then uh, ended up in Hilton Head. And, I'm sure that um, was nice, at least yeah, for the weather and <laughs> yeah, so beach. Yeah, most of our families kind of headed that way, and um, um, both my sister and her family, and my wife's sister and her family, they live down there. And um, But uh, we came back for... Um, after a, a few years of being down there, we came back to Winchester, and um, I started working for the chamber. And I worked okay. there. I was their marketing person for about four and a half years, and then started working at Parks and Rec. And I've been there for about seven, a little over seven now. All right, wonderful. Now, do you are you guys? So you're married. Do you mm-hmm. have any kids? I do have two. Okay. Uh-huh. I have and a three, well, almost four year old, and one that's like thirteen months. Oh, you've got a little one. <laughs> yeah, so does she. Yeah. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, so what are you? Are you married with kids also, yes, actually? Yes, I have okay. a stepson. Um, he's almost 11. Awesome. And then I have a baby who's almost 10 months old. Oh, you've got a uh, walking yet? Are either one of yeah. them? Okay. Mine's not walking. No. Crawling all over the place, doing the scooting on, mm-hmm. the, on the furniture. Um, but, yeah, this time last year for Winter Wonderland, I was 
very pregnant, so. I'm sure that was uh, a little bit more challenging. Yeah, it's a different experience this year. <laughs> it's a sure. little bit better. Yes. And, and also your your child gets to experience it because yes. lights and music are fun for everybody, especially yep. the little ones. So Yeah, she All loved right. it. Well, awesome. So what kind of led you guys to the jobs that you have today? I know you touched on it a little bit with the colleges. So did you get a degree well, in marketing from WVU? I, it was actually communications. Okay. And um, and I actually worked at those two colleges, not, not uh, in that field but I was a lacrosse coach um, oh, awesome. so I worked at those two schools doing that uh, as an assistant coach and then um, and then I was doing all sorts of stuff down in Hilton Head and then uh, came back up here and happened to it was kind of right time right place I guess and and got the job with the uh, chamber as the marketing director there and then yeah spent time there and then made my way over to the county all right so, wonderful yeah yeah, I'm very familiar with the the county parks and recs. That was my first job was a okay. lifeguard at Sharando Pool. So many people say yeah, that. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing how many people say like mm-hmm. my first job was with parks and rec doing whatever it might have been, you know. But it's crazy. It really how many times, speaks to the yeah. how many seasonal staff members right. we hire. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it, it's crazy. I mean, I have a um, scar somewhere over here. There it is, right there, from. Um, well, after hours, that was more of okay. a, yeah. we were trying to jump in the pool with a Barney umbrella thinking I was being funny in the deep end and the umbrella snapped and cut me. So don't do that. Anybody yeah. wasn't smart, but now I have that to remind me of my time as lifeguard <laughs> at Sharanto. Oh, awesome. Again, back in the nineties, yeah. you don't realize how fast time goes by until you stop and you think and that kind of stuff. So it's just, it's crazy. So, well, let me, um, can you know, get a little bit more information from you guys about um, what's the Parks and Rec program that you guys are involved in with the Winter Wonderland. So tell me a little bit about that. Sure. So I guess, Ashley, if you want to kick it off, I mean, so Ashley's the program supervisor for Mm -hmm. Winter Wonderland. Um, And just, I guess, a general brief, brief general thing. Uh, uh, So we have, we're up to six now program supervisors and a basic rec manager. Um, And each one of them have, you know, their annual calendar of events and and programs so we're offering a ton of stuff Um, this happens to be one of our biggest programs or program slash events um winter wonderland um but yeah ashley's doing a great job i I, do want to kick off sure some of the program yeah so um winter walking in a winter wonderland is an event at clearbrook park for Mm -hmm. those who aren't familiar i know a lot of people in the area already know what it is but um it is a walking tour of a light show that we have out there um half mile loop uh in the park and it runs from november 25th which is always the black friday Mm -hmm. um and then the day um new year's day so this year it is going to be uh the first and we're closed um new year's or we're closed Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and New Year's Eve. Okay. Um, but but yeah, it's a really fun event. Uh, Six fifty per person plus processing fees um, for ages three and up, and zero to two are free. Um, and anything else you want to highlight, Tony? No, I mean, so one of the I guess we get some questions typically that uh, kind of are repeat repeat questions. Um, one is. You know what is the walking path like it's it's fully paved it's mm-hmm. flat um so you know it's it's easy for a wheelchair to get around um dogs are welcome on sundays as long as they're leashed and well behaved um that's another question that we get frequently okay. 
Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's something that we get um, people from not just Winchester, Frederick County, but people from like a large region around us that come to this program. Um, I ran some numbers last year for tourism, and um, it was something around like right sixty percent of people that purchase tickets. So it may have been grandma and grandpa who came in from out of town and mm-hmm. took the family there, right. you know. But I, I think that the transactions that went through 60% of the addresses associated with those tra- transactions were from outside of our zip codes, That's which is impressive. Yeah. It was. And this year we have new software um, that we're really excited about. Um, it's a lot easier for people to uh, pre-register online. Um, it's very user-friendly. And it also gives us a lot of statistical details, so almost like a heat map mm-hmm. of where um, demographics. Exactly, and, yeah. that'll be kind of fun to go over yes. and analyze that. Yeah. I, I like that kind of thing. So to me, that would be you know fun. Most people probably state. not. But I don't know how many states are like. So I like to when we do we have our, our running series run mm-hmm. at the top, and um, for the Battlefield Half Marathon and the Thanksgiving Day race. Um, it's always fun to go in and see like how many states are represented. Right. And I think that the Thanksgiving Day race was ended up at like twenty four different states. States, yeah. So like people are, you know, coming home for Thanksgiving. Oh, that's true. Type and of thing. Yeah. With their but, families and then choosing to go ahead and do that. Yeah, but when they're registering, you know, they have to use their home address. So it's it's interesting just to see like where everyone's coming from. I know I know some of our races we've had people from like Germany and like when it gets down to it's it's kind of crazy that but is, that's really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um yeah, so the Winter Wonderland obviously draws a lot of people from a, a large area. So how many years have you guys been doing this? What year is this? The 21st year. Is it really? Mhm. That's pretty amazing. I remember it's, um, my daughter was like a year old, so she's going to be 14 here in December. And so I remember that was the first time that we went to it, was having them and we pack up all our kids. I've got a a blended family. There's uh, four children and we all made hot chocolate and piled them all into the car and then, you know, got to go wander around. And that was when you parked on the other side, everybody gets the baseball fields and you went in that way, but it's. It's such a fun family experience, and um, Santa Claus is typically there, isn't he? And Mrs. Claus, or is it just Santa? Are they there every night, or are there particular nights that they're there? They're there every night. Yep, Santa and Mrs. Claus, um, they're there until the 23rd. Okay. So they obviously return to the North Pole. They have things to do, (laughs) of course. Yes, Um, and so... Uh, their last night will be uh, December 23rd. Um, we also have Barnabas, the giant elf on a shelf. Um, oh, that's cool. That is, um, he's mischievous and can be found in different locations of the park. Um, same till the 23rd, and then he will also return to the North Pole. But that's, we have signs up, you know, mm-hmm. for families as they enter. You know, can you find um, Barnabas, the elf on the shelf? He's, and... It's life size, so it's yes, yeah. It's pretty impressive. That thing is cool. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. And he he kind of creeps people out in our not office. Not a person. For a while. Is it? Ju- it really is just a, it's a it's life giant, size life size elf on the shelf. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. We had it in our office a couple of years ago, leading up to winter. When like you know, before a lot of our programs, there's a lot of prep that goes on mm-hmm. in, inside the actual office, and and so it kind of becomes like a storage room, sort of. And um, that has but, to be a little yeah. creepy walking in and. Barnabas, yeah, sat at that table. There was a table in a common area, and he just kind of hung out there for a while. And if you, like, walked in and the lights were off or something, it was... But he was particularly mischievous. You'd find him in closets uh, when you would go to... (laughs) 
Oh, that is that's so funny. Yeah. It's uh, it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So we now, have a do good you guys time. you guys also have concessions sometimes too? Is that an all the time thing where you can get um, drinks and? Yes. Snacks, I think. Yep. So this year, the Boy Scouts are returning for us, and they are out there every single night. Okay. Um, they have hot chocolate, warm cookies, sodas, um, and then packaged cookies as well. So, um, And that's all f- um, additional sales. So um, it's $2 per cup um, for uh, hot chocolate and $2 for a warm cookie. Um, so definitely um, affordable prices, and it's a fundraiser for them. Um, so you know, the proceeds go back to the Boy Scouts fully, um, and they are able to, you know, make this a huge fundraiser for um, for their uh, group. Oh, that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm curious, how many lights are there that you guys have to put out? So this is a hotly the, debated question. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Nobody actually went through and counted each individual <laughs> one, so I'm sure there's yeah. somewhat of a guesstimate. But no. So the park staff this year, um, they estimate that we have close to a million lights. Oh my um, goodness. Yeah, they've really done an excellent job this year, adding a bunch of lights. Um, so they rented each year. They rent a lift. Um, and this year they rented it for two weeks and they purchased a ton of lights to um, decorate even more trees in the park, which I think has really made a big impact. I think a lot of people have um, had a lot of good feedback this year just saying that the, the whole park looks brighter. And I think that renting the lift for, for two weeks really made a difference. Um, and so, yeah, they say, a, you know, a million lights. Um Pretty That's, impressive. That, that is one bill I don't think I would want to see. They, <laughs> it's so they, the electric bill after that. They start putting lights up in early October, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Early so it, it takes a while to get all of that up. How yes. long? How long does that actually take? That process then is it? What it sounds there, like maybe about six weeks six or so. Weeks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good estimate, and it's all done in house. So all the Clearbrook um, full time staff and seasonal staff, um, basically from the beginning of October to mid November, are just that's what they dedicate their time to. And I know this year. Um, the park manager, Mike Reynolds, said it just wouldn't stop raining. And they mm-hmm. obviously seasonally mow grass as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they just were having to continue mowing at all the s- local schools. And right. uh, they have a lot of grass to mow. And um, they were really starting to get nervous. <laughs> that's, have- one, that's one thing that a lot of people actually don't know, too, uh, about our department is that we maintain all of the school locations. Um, the grounds. Oh, that's right. We, we also take care of all of the athletic fields at the high schools and paint and line them for games and prep them and everything. So, yeah, there's a, the the staff at each, uh, you know, the Park Strando and Clearbrook um, kind of split north and south. And um, and they maintain a lot of acreage in turn, you know, parks and school locations. Right. So they're trying to do that, but also, you know, set up all these lights <laughs> i don't i guess i didn't i, I yeah. knew that on a smaller level and i guess yeah. i just thought from at, at Sharando, you see them at Sharando, but it's also in the park so i wasn't sure if that was just because they're you know it's in Sharando park as right. well but i didn't know that that's pretty yeah. fascinating that's yeah. so they're trying to do their jobs and trying to set this up so do you have like any idea of how many man hours then it takes to kind of put it together no idea. I know that um, Mike said 12 staff members. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So they truly are the elves of Winter Wonderland. Um, we couldn't do it without them, mm-hmm. every single one of them, definitely. Oh. Another yeah. cool addition that we have this year is our we have a, this VIP lodge. Um, so essentially we took a, a park shelter and ordered um, like vinyl sides for it that okay. like you can see through. 
and um, and then we installed a an electric heater, sort of like a mini barn heater, and um, and we've got round tables in there, and people can rent this, and um, you know have a holiday get together in there, and then they also it includes uh, fifty tickets for them to use, you know, to see the light show while they're there doing the uh, having their party. So how's that been turning out for you? You've been having people book it, and yeah. It's- it's actually done really well. Yeah. And we've had really good <laughs> feedback about it. Um, yeah. So it has tables where you can eat, but then there's like a cozy little area with a couch and some chairs and a, an electric fireplace. Um, there's a Christmas tree. So it has some ambiance. And, you know, because the vinyl is clear, you can kind of see the lights in the background. And, um, you know, we've had a variety of rentals, like birthday parties, mm-hmm. um, corporate events, mm-hmm. um, and um, just family gatherings. And it's almost like folks have been using it as like a warming station or a hub because that is kind of the, right. the thing about Winter Wonderland right. is you're out it, in the cold. Yeah, it can be a little chilly out there. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, it's going to be fascinating to see if somebody's going to take advantage of it, see it, and then choose maybe even, you know, get married in the Winter Wonderland. Yeah, it's know. not out of the – yeah. I mean, it's – you know, people do get married in the parks, and, mm-hmm. and so it's definitely an option now. Oh, that's pretty yeah. cool. And we have a lot of engagements, too. Um, so it would be cool yeah. to have family and friends gather in that area and then do the engagement in the park. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. So if somebody's looking to maybe book that for next year, is there a way that they can do that? Would just be call the county or just kind of wait until it's, you know, in the fall? Yeah, you can go online, fcprd.net, and mm-hmm. you can find, you know, get more information about the VIP Lodge. Uh, you can call us at 540-665-5678 pretty easy number yeah. Five, oh six, yeah seven, eight. <laughs> I, I remember that yeah from many many yes. many years ago <laughs> yeah. it's still the same it's yeah. always been kind of easy to find so were there any other kind of fun facts that you guys had that we didn't touch on not really i mean so the, it's a huge program and it takes a lot of people we have you know staff that we hire on for it some of them are mm-hmm. you know lifeguards in the summertime and and they come come on for the month that we're doing it but it's a program that typically sees you know let's just say 32 to almost 40,000 people they go through it every year. So right. it's a lot of, there's a lot of foot traffic that goes through that park during this program. And, and it's something that, um, you know, the, the park staff does a really great job and, and really everyone, you know, who's, who gets involved in this thing does a, does a great job. It wouldn't work without everyone's help. And you, you can also get group tickets for mm-hmm. different types of groups, athletic groups or work groups, that sort of thing. Yeah. And the new software actually has breakdowns, and so you'll automatically get the discount um, based on how many tickets you're buying, which is which is really nice. And then um, with the new software, you can just forward that um, email confirmation out to the parties in your group, and everybody can check in individually and then meet up um, in the event. So oh, it's, that's... It's, it's really a great um, new software system, and we're happy to have it. Well, I think I'll probably be out there this Saturday. Um, I think I mentioned when we talked briefly yesterday that uh, – my daughter's swim team, she's with the um, Phoenix swim team in Strasburg. So I know they're coming Saturday night. So I'll get an opportunity to see it. I've been trying um, the past couple of years to make sure that we get out there. I think we went 
um, right after Christmas, maybe on the 26th last year. And it was, it's just so beautiful. And um, I'm not sure if, you know, most people probably know this. You, the, It's a half a mile loop, but you can walk it as many times as you want to. So once you're in there, you know, your ticket's good for however long you choose to stay until it closes. And then, yes, make your way, yeah, <laughs> make your way home. But yeah. And I'm glad you mentioned that because we do have half hour time slots, but those are entry times. So okay. one, like you said, once you get in there, you can stay as long as you'd like. Um, and next, this Saturday will be a busy day for us. Yeah. We do anticipate it being one of the peak days. So definitely anyone who comes this weekend, just try and be patient. We will have um, the sheriff's office um, out there helping with traffic control um, to keep traffic flowing in and out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we just ask anyone who comes on the the couple weekends leading up to Christmas, just please be patient. You know, we're doing the best mm-hmm. we can getting people in and out. And have yeah. your tickets purchased in advance. That's another, like, really key mm-hmm. thing to getting everybody in quickly um, and have your QR code that comes with your ticket and your email yes. ready so that the, the staff, you know, that are working in the ticket booths can scan those and get you in. And yeah. did I see something where they're only taking credit cards? Yes. I was at just the about to okay. say that. Yes, thank you for highlighting it. It is $6.50 plus processing fees mm-hmm. in advance, but it's eight fifty at the gate, and okay. it is credit card only. Yes. So yeah. get your tickets ahead of time, and where can they go to get those? You can go to fcprd.net. Um, and there's a button right at the top of the page that'll take you to the Winter Wonderland website. And just quickly, I'd like to you know thank Navy Federal Credit Union and um, Small Solutions Heating and Air. Um, you know they've come on as our presenting sponsors, and, and it's a huge help. Oh, wonderful! Yeah. Well, I want to thank you both for being here, and um, you know, for anybody listening, get out there, go take a, take a look at it, Corbett Park. It's a great experience. Well, thank you. Thanks for having yeah, well, thanks, Megan, and thank you to Tony and Ashley. They, you know, they're, you have no idea what goes on behind the scenes for something like that. No, right? no, not at all. And it's funny because I've been, you asked me to, you know, to, to join you as a guest, however many episodes sure. ago. Yeah. And then yeah. the next time I was like, you know what, how about you be a co-host? Yeah. And then somehow I turned it into, into, into the into the host and I was not prepared. So, um <laughs> I hope it went well, but I did really learn some some really fascinating things. So a couple of things that I learned was I didn't know that Frederick County Parks and Rec, not only do they take care of the parks, they take care of all of the school properties. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they were having to mow and deal with all kinds of different things at all the different schools because we kept getting so much rain yep. and try to set this up. So um, there the staff is just absolutely amazing um, how long it took. You know, they started in October. Right. To set up, and it began. Um, the first one was, I guess, on the 25th of November. They start Black Friday, uh, so that was really kind of that was fascinating. All kinds of new things that you learn, you yeah. know. And the other thing I thought was really cool was how many states are represented. How mm. many people from mm-hmm. out of state actually come and you know participate and yep. get to walk through this and see it? So I it's like not that. just a local thing. There's almost seemed like more people were from out of state than our locals. Again, surprising. Like I said in the very beginning of the show, you know, it's surprising how a little area like us can put on something big and fun and special mm-hmm. like that for our town and for our community um, and for just a. A small fee. I mean, we're not talking about we're spending tons of money here to go get tickets for something like this either. No, not at all. And definitely, 
if you're going to do it, save yourself the money and the stress and just get your tickets online. Sure. It was cheaper to do it that way. And if you do happen to go to the gate and you don't do them online, just make sure you have your credit card because that is the only way that you can pay. Yep. Yep. Um, but I do, I would really like to have them back come spring because there's a lot of different programs that they put on. Mm-hmm. And so they were talking to me kind of off mic about some of the other things that nice. they have. So yep. definitely I want to get them back. Yep. Again, we just like supporting our local community and, um, you know, being able to just highlight what goes on around here and to learn more about it. And yeah. I think it's beneficial for everybody to know so you can appreciate it more. Well, speaking of highlighting yeah. things that are going on in our area, um, of course, we do have the Walking in a Winter Wonderland, which mm-hmm. we were just talking about with uh, Tony and Ashley. And that is um, under two is free, three and over is 650 when you get them the same, um, you know, get them online or 850 at the door. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be going on and through January 1st. And of course, um, it was funny. They did mention that on the 23rd and 24th, they are closed. Mm. Uh, and that is when, um, well, I'm sorry, Santa won't be there on the 23rd and 24th because, you know, he's got things he's, he's got things to, to do. do. He's yep. busy. Can't be here. So definitely check out the Walking in a Winter Wonderland at Clearbrook Park. Um, there's also a cookie walk going on this Saturday from 9 to 1 at the Market Street United Methodist Church. There's going to be baked goods, live arrangements, soup sandwiches, all kinds of goodies. Um, this, I think, is really awesome. The Reeves Across America. Yeah. It's the ceremony. It's Saturday on the 17th. You can sponsor a wreath or volunteer to place the wreaths at the Winchester National Cemetery. Um, volunteers arrive at 11 a.m. and the ceremony begins at 12. So if you want to become part of being able to place those um, wreaths on the different um, mm-hmm. tombs, that's really just mm-hmm. that's really cool. Yep. Awesome. We've also got the uh, Christmas Fun Day for kids of all ages. That's also Saturday 1 to 3 at uh, the Gainsborough Raritan Club. They're going to decorate cookies, crafts, games, hot cocoa, and uh, also cookies with Santa. All kinds of Christmas things to Lots do around here. Lots of Christmas here. things to do. Love so it. No, no excuse for kids to be bored. Right. Yeah. <laughs> all kinds of different options and places you can take them during the day and obviously in the evening with the uh, walking in a winter wonderland. Yep. Totally. Yeah, I love it. And, um, you know, it talking about kind of our local community. I'm excited about even next week. We're going to get a chance to um, have an interview with Richard Bell, Mm -hmm. um, local recently elected city council member for the city of Winchester, who also is uh, in the real estate community. So we'll have a little bit of uh, just fun camaraderie talking about um, both the city and real estate and kind of big picture stuff, what's happening um, behind the scenes with city council. So excited to, to hear from him next week. So I'm thanks. looking forward to that. Yeah, so thanks so much for joining us this week on an episode of Iconic Talk. We hope you learned something from today's episode. Look forward to sharing more with you next week. Remember, when you look for a real estate professional, make sure they are experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available. We appreciate you spending some of your valuable time with us. And if you have a moment, we'd love it if you would take a moment to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Yep, and thanks again to our editor extraordinaire, Simon Natalia. Until next time, think Iconic. 